This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy Giuliani show. And we have on the line Kara Castronova. I told you about Kara uh, earlier. Kara is is a um, is a regular on Newsmax on the the <laughs> it's the wise guys. I really, really enjoy it. I've been on it twice, but she's also uh, very, very dedicated to the investigation of what happened, what really happened on January 6th and uh, probably has more, more original research on it than anyone than than I that I uh, that I know. So I think I'm going to have a describe this particular I mean, she She could talk forever about this. But to have it described this particular situation involving the police officer. Kara? Hey, Rudy. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Thank you for the introduction. No, not at all. I mean, just let, let these, I mean, this thing has been kept under such a cloud. You know, it's like yeah. all these people are being held, even without the details, all people are being held like for 14, 15 months. They're not allowed out of jail. And that doesn't happen in America. It doesn't. And the trial that I witnessed last week that you mentioned, I was down in D.C. I witnessed an actual criminal trial, which, as you know, in a court of law, there's a cross-examination. Totally different than what we've been seeing with these January 6th hearings, which are which trials, kangaroo court. There's no cross-examination of these police officers who are allowed to get on the stand and say literally whatever they want, and they're not fact-checked. Uh, one of the police officers, police officer Gannell, he's a capital police officer. He was on that panel of police officers that were I, before the January 6th committee. Say, say his name again. The, police tr- officer, capital police officer Aquilino Gunnell. Yes, he's the one. Did, am I right that he's the one who cried? He, they all cried, actually, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, okay, I, all right. I, I hate to say that, but they were all crying, and I'm not mocking them in any way. No, it's no, a little, yeah. It's a little jarring to see Did he cry more than the others? I seem to remember that name associated with... Yes, he was He looked like lot, he was really crying quite a bit. And I want to tell you, uh, he had a lot of uh, financial interest in the case, uh, is what the, what the public defender said. I want to start off with saying that he has a pending book coming out that he's shopping around called American, um, how one, it's called American Treason, How One Immigrant Saved Democracy. That's him? That's him. That he thinks he saved democracy. He did nothing that day, as it turns out. Absolutely nothing. All of the things that he said uh, on trial. What was going to happen if he didn't do what he did? All those people without guns were going to take over the government? Who knows? I guess that's what the, the title of this crazy book that he's trying to shop around is implying. Is, so, there, such, is there such a book, Kara? I mean, is there one out? He's shopping it. He's shopping the book around. And that was brought up in the trial. The defense attorney asked him, don't you have a financial interest in this case, Officer Gunnell, in this case turning out to be guilty for the the defendant, Mr. Fitzsimmons, because you're shopping a book, because you're doing paid media interviews, because you're suing the president, Donald Trump, because you're trying to sue the defendant for um, injuries? Because what his testimony is, is that his arm was injured by Fitzsimmons, the defendant, the January 6th political prisoner who was on trial. He's saying that he's the one that injured his arm where he can never work as a Capitol Police officer again, so he's on permanent disability collecting a check. He's never has to work again a day in his life. And um, his, obviously, it's like he has financial vested interest in this case turning out to be a guilty verdict for the defendant, Kyle Fitzsimmons, who was on trial last Tell, tell us just a bit about what Kyle Fitzsimmons was alleged to do with the trial showed. It was so interesting. So Kyle Fitzsimmons is alleged to have attacked three three police officers and obstruction of justice, which you know is a ridiculous charge to charge these guys for actually just being at a protest to charge them with obstruction of justice. That's a big tra- charge because it 
has up to 20 years uh, prison time. But the three biggest charges against him are three charges of, of attacking a police officer. One of them was – and all three of them were disproven, by the way. And I want to also point out that it was by a leftist public defender. These public defenders have been horrible so far. They will not sh- defend Trump supporters effectively, and they've been horrible. But there was actually one good leftist public defender who went to bat for this Trump supporter. She actually put poli- – uh, more before politics. Her name is Natasha Smith, uh, Taylor Smith. I was very impressed by her cross-examination. Natasha Smith? Natasha Taylor Smith, and she literally buried Sergeant Gunnell, and I saw it, and I was one of 15 people to see it. And if only this trial was uh, was put on TV for America to see, it would have went viral and would have flipped the whole story. These these cases need these trials need to be up on American TV the way that the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial were, but they're not because they don't want people to see the cross examination. And what was the most significant part of the cross examination that you the can share with us? The most significant part was the video footage because video doesn't lie. So they showed 14. Uh, they they showed, uh, they showed some of the 14,000 hours of video footage that none of us have seen. And when you watch that footage at, at regular speed, basically you're told the, the, the brain works. You're told to see what you see, and you see it. So if someone says, officer was being attacked here by this man, then people will see it. But what she did was she slowed the video down frame by frame by frame by frame. She, re- she rewinded right. it. She slowed it down. She rewinded his hand never touched Officer Gunnell's shield like Officer Gunnell said he remembers specifically and that he alleges. That he grabbed his shield and he yanked it down, and that's what kind of hurt his shoulder to put him to the point where he can't work anymore as a Capitol Police officer. She literally made him look so silly on the stand. So, so, so Kyle Fitzsimmons, in fact, there's no evidence that Kyle Fitzsimmons touched Gunnell. There's a part, there's a, a small area where he falls over and he sort of grabs at him and, he, and he's like touching a piece of his, uh, a string hanging from his jacket. But that wasn't the testimony of Gunnell. Gunnell's testimony was that he grabbed his shield, he pushed it down violently, and it, it dislodged his shoulder. And um, that there, there were actually other police officers who were falling on his shield, so that could have caused his injury. But there was never any video footage of Kyle Fitzsimmons doing what he said he and did. And was that the major charge, Kara? Uh, I mean, the one that really kind of yeah. aggravated the there case? There two other ones. There was one, so then there was another police officer who came to the stand, uh, police officer Wynn, he was a Metro D.C. cop, he said that um, Kyle Fitzsimmons grabbed his, his gas mask, pulled it back, and then another gentleman coincidentally sprayed him with pepper spray, and then the mask snapped back, and he was like almost going to die, and he was in there with the gas. Again, the defense attorney went back to the video, the source video that none of us have seen because we haven't seen that video, and she frame by frame proved that his hand never touched his gas mask, never. So... He was forced to admit pretty much on the stand. That guy was a little bit more honest. He seemed very confused. It's almost like he, he wanted to remember that this happened, but then when he saw the video footage, he was kind of grudgingly having to admit, okay, maybe it wasn't him, maybe somebody else did it, but it doesn't look like he did it. So that was the second charge of assault. And each of these assault charges carried 10 to, 10 to 15 years. The third assault charge was very interesting, Rudy, because it was the first time a public defender or a, a defense attorney in general for the January Sixers has used the defense of a third person as a defense, mm-hmm. where we know, and I know you know, that there was a lot of police uh, at, on January 6th that were attacking Trump supporters. Uh, Roseanne Boylan was killed. Um, Ashley Babbitt was killed. There's other alleged killings um, that a lot of people say had to do with some of the smoke bombs that went out into the crowd. There was another woman named Victoria White that was in the area of Roseanne Boylan when she was beaten right, by right. Morris. Victoria White. And she was beaten to a bloody pulp. This man... And then she was beaten by a Capitol Police officer in a white shirt. So the man, um, Fitzsimmons, 
threw a stick in the area as he and she showed the video that he's actually watching this woman getting beaten. So he picks up a stick and he throws it, and it bounces off a police officer's helmet that's next to Victoria White. The police officer testified. She said she wasn't hurt, but he's being charged with assaulting her. Twenty, uh, I think, ten to twenty years is the prison term. So uh, the defense attorney uh, actually used it for the first time that these Trump supporters were seeing violence against themselves. They were seeing violence against protesters, and they were reacting. And, and like, like, let's just take the George Floyd for example. If somebody were to walk up to the cop uh, to Chauvin and hit him over the head with a stick, people would call him a hero. That that they would not be charged with assault. So- but in this case. You know, he threw the stick, it bounced off the cop's helmet. Um, she's saying he was defending a third person, and that's a legitimate defense in D.C. There's a, some D.C. code that says that defense of a third person, if it's reasonable, which I think is reasonable. And what was, what was Kyle Fitzsimmons doing there? He was there protesting. He's a butcher from Maine. Um, he went there to protest what he saw as a stolen election. He was very politically involved in his community in Maine. Um, they, the, they had some very interesting uh, people on the stand from his community, and he just felt like he was watching democracy kind of— Any uh, criminal record? No criminal record. Uh, he's only known his daughter for half of her life now because she's three years old, so he's missing out on that. His wife is, from what I understand, divorced him, so his life has gone down. And do they allege he's connected to any of these groups? They don't allege he's connected to any of the groups. Like, you know, what what, what are they called? The uh, Proud um, the proud, proud Boys, boys and the, the whatever. Yeah, those keepers. No, he's not. He was down there by So basically the, basically, the case against him is that, I mean, the way they would have said it originally is he injured three police officers. Uh, Gwinnell, who it, it, there's no evidence that uh, he caused the injury to Gwinnell. The evidence is in the contrary. The evidence is from the From the videotape. Somebody else, not right. this guy. And uh, Wynn, basically, both the videotape and the cross-examination, basically has him back off from it completely. Right. He basically caught it just like begrudgingly, didn't answer, but you could tell he was confused. He doesn't, he's not malicious like, uh, like the other cop. Gotcha. Gunnell's just, Gunnell's malicious. Yeah, Wynn is kind of just confused. And, like, and the third one, the third one who got, uh, the lady who got, a uh, police officer later got hit with a stick on a, on a helmet? Um, they, they used the exact. She really had nothing to say except she was hit and she wasn't hurt. Wasn't hurt. Was Never it. didn't go to the hospital or anything. I, I don't think she did. And I and I know that they they played the video of, of the police officer right next to her beating this woman, and they asked her, um, "Is this normal police conduct?" And, they, and she had to grudgingly admit that it was not normal. And the stick and the stick was thrown in that general direction. It was thrown in the general direction because they were beating down. up uh, Victoria. Yeah, in the general, in general direction of the cop beating up Victoria, and it kind of bounced off something and kind of knocked the cop like a few feet away from him in the, in the helmet. So now, now this case goes to the jury, right? No, there's no jury. It's a bench trial. So oh. everybody's given up. Everybody's pretty much decided. A lot of the guys are saying we don't want a jury by trial. We're going to give up our constitutional right to a jury by trial. Yeah, because of the, the fear of a, of a, of a uh, let's just face it, a, a D.C. jury, right? Proven to not be. There's been many polls, including by the public. Defense yeah, law. yeah. I mean, I think I think uh, it's pretty much accepted. You're just not going right. to get a fair trial for for right. a Trump person. Uh, so, uh, what about the judge? Who who was the judge? The judge is Contreras, and I don't know if you've heard of him before, but he was the judge that had to recluse himself from the Michael Flynn um, ca- criminal case. He recluse himself because he uh, actually it was it was about to be released by the media right before sentencing that he was. Uh, friends, very good friends, with the FBI agent that was prosecuting the case. So he isn't the most honest guy in the world, and he's also abused a lot of, like, the FISA uh, warrants, from what I understand. 
So hopefully he'll do the right thing because he now has to prove that he's a fair judge because he's got so much bad press in the past for being the judge on the Michael Flynn case that actually had, like I said, he, he heard the, the case. And it went went up to sentencing when he finally reclused himself and was like, "Oh, wait a second, I have a conflict of interest. I'm friends with uh, the, the with the FBI agent, and uh, we have a very interesting relationship." So then they 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 passed it so, to another judge. So now, who is the judge? Who is the judge that's going? Uh, is he the judge that's going to decide on the sentence? Yes, yeah, Contreras is the judge that's going to actually decide if he's guilty or not. Oh, they haven't decided on guilt yet. That's been left to the judge, and they, they've it's briefed left to the judge. Yeah, well, let's let's follow this more. Let, maybe this is worth doing a podcast, Kara. It's so interesting. Yeah, if you were yeah. there, you would have been because you're an attorney. You would have just yeah. I really would trial. like to have. Is that this is not on tape? This 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 trial. That's the, no, it's not. And you wish uh. if it was, it would go viral. Conveniently, it's not on tape. And let me tell you something else. Ashley Babbitt's mom was there with me, and they they wouldn't allow her into the courthouse wearing a shirt with her daughter's name on it. It's a judge trial. What, is she going to prejudice the judge? Exactly. So that, that, oh, that, my that was interesting. God. In, in, insanity. And one other oh. thing I want to tell you is that they used, evidence they used against him was so silly. They played a, a recording of a, something he left on his senator, local, one of the local senator in Maine's mailboxes. I hope you go down to D.C. and do the right thing. The election was stolen. I hope that you have the courage to go do what's right for America. They played this to the judge as if this is a negative thing that this man is calling his congressman to uh, be to be the voice of the people. They literally played that like, could you believe what he said? This is what he said to his congressman. This, and they this the is because they have been able to sell the propaganda that you're not allowed to believe that the election was stolen. Right. In America, you're not allowed to have your own view about the election. You have to have the view of the state, right? You have to agree with the state that the election wasn't stolen, and if you say the election was stolen, you're some kind of a terrorist or something. Right. Right. Well, and you know what was crazy too was the, the, the public defender. Like when I mentioned Natasha Taylor Smith, and I wish she could do an interview, but I usually think public defenders aren't allowed to without permission. She was really, in her opening statement or closing statement, she was like on our side. She's like, this was not a coup. And even though Sergeant Gannell wants to say it was, this was not a coup. And everybody there was not trying to take over the government. They well, were there you to know, Ka their grievances. Kara, a liberal should be on our side. A liberal should be for the fair administration of justice, no matter how the cookie crumbles. Uh, that, that used to be the, 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 one of the great attributes of American liberals that I had so much respect for. So we're going to follow up on this. We're going to keep our audience post on it. But I'm going to consider uh, seeing if we can do it. We can get a transcript of this, right? We can. Um, it takes a while. And yeah. you know, I've tried to order them in the past. All right. Let's see what we can do. All right. Yes, and I'll see you this Wednesday on my yep. fundraiser. Yep, Kara, good luck. And now, yeah, let's get the political. Kara is running for public office. What are you running for, Kara? I'm running for New York State Assembly here in Long Island oh, District 22. Please, oh my gosh, we could have actually an honest person. Yeah, and the I'm fundraiser, and the fundraiser is on. And the fundraiser is Wednesday, right? You'll be there. When I'm going to be there, absolutely. Going to be there. I'll, I'll even support you or your opponent, depending on what you like. And and um, my um my everybody out here in Long Island is a huge fan of yours. Well, they've been misguided, the poor things. Uh, uh, no, we'll go have a great time. So t tell tell them what time it is and, w and where it is. 
It's at 6 to 8 p.m. at King Umberto Restaurant. It's a world-famous Italian restaurant. Delicious. Mm. It's in Long I'm Island and Elmont on the borderline of Queens. Mm. And um, Rudy will be there. Like Some really great people from the party out here in Long Island will be there. Ash- oh. Looks like Kara got cut off. But I can finish that. Well, I think we got oh, cut go. off. I think go. we got cut off. I was saying Ashley Babbitt's mom will be there. so you can Oh, well, really that like. actually is very good. That's very good. Maybe she'll say a few words and I can introduce her. I would like that. I yeah, like her very yeah. much. I well, mean, I did a podcast she, she, she with really her. She really loves you. She's really quite a lady, and um, she's been through something no parent should ever ever go through. But, Kara, thank you, and thank you for your courage. I mean, you've got, you really belong in in politics nowadays because we need people with courage and uh, Gosh, uh, people should know you're also a boxer, right? Yes, former oh, boxing champion, two-time Golden <laughs> Horse champion. Yes. Yeah, you're quite something. They can see you. Tell they can see you on Newsmax, right? At Wise Guys, 10 p.m. every Saturday night. Right, it's Wise a great Guys show. I've been on it twice, and it's a great show. Yes. Please enjoy it, and thank you, and thank you for the work you're doing for our country. I, I, I admire you very much, and. And uh, we'll see you next week, and we're going to do more yeah. with this, okay? Yeah, and if people could follow me on Twitter and at caraforassembly.com with a C. And thank you, Rudy, for everything you do. Nope. You know, I continue to be a very big supporter and fan of all your work. Well, you, keep, you, keep, you keep, keep going. You're doing great work. God bless you. We'll talk to you very God soon. God bless you. Bye-bye. Well, that was a great interview, wasn't it? That's the kind of people we need to save our country. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be back with the mayor's final words. <laughs> 